Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sincere Sessions with Steven. Uh, it's been a little over two weeks since I did my last one, just because uh, I said in that one, you know, I kind of want to just take a break and see how, uh, you know, just kind of see if people would, would listen to it on their own, see how, uh, if things would, people would give me feedback, things like that. I just kind of wanted to let it settle, I guess, as well as just kind of take a break for it for myself. Um... This is going to be the first episode of the second season of the the, the whole uh, Sincere Sessions thing. And I'm going to try to keep... I'm still going to try and keep them as, as close as I can between like 30, 35, 40 minutes at the most. But this one... Um, oh boy, y'all are y'all are in for, for a doozy, I guess. Um, there's... There's a lot that's happened... Um, in these past two weeks that I, you know, that I, that I did a episode and things are just so crazy now. I mean, I, if you thought the, the world had already gone to shit from the, the coronavirus thing, I mean, it's, it's, it's phenomenal what we can, what we can do to each other and, uh, where we live. And I don't mean in terms of like cities and, in hometowns, but just uh, like where we where we live as human beings on Earth, you know, it's crazy what uh, what we can do to uh, to each other and where we reside, where we're supposed to feel safe. But um, I'll get into the the nitty bitty. I'll get into the nitty gritty of of what this episode is going to be about. This episode is going to be about. Oh, shocker, me, depressed, whoa, like, such a shocking thing, right? No, but, um, if I thought I hit a new low, if I had hit a, you know, a new low already, whew, this, last night was, uh, a very depressing eye-opener for me, and, uh, really showed me how, how much lower I can get, but uh, this is the intro, and we'll get into uh, we'll get into the nitty gritty. Uh, next one. That was a stupidly long intro. Sorry, you had to sift through that. But um, to get into what this episode is going to be mostly comprised of. Um, it's it's a self reflection, uh, f- for me and of me, what I've uh, how I've ex- like what I've seen and felt within uh, I guess the past few weeks, and how it all kind of culminated together very um, violently and negative uh, these past two days. Uh, first segment, like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to break them down into to little pieces, like, little, I guess, kind of types. So, like, one segment I'll do an emotional reflection, like, how I've, how I've been dealing with emotions lately and what I've been feeling. Another one's going to be spiritual. Another one's going to be mental. And I think the shortest one is probably just going to be, like, physical, just things that I can do externally, you know, whether that be to benefit myself or others or society or the human race as a whole yada yada you know being a a good citizen and contributing member of the society that we live in and all that but um yeah and then at the end i'll I'll kind of just go over um i guess what i plan to do for the the next episode because i still of course i'm gonna be wanting to go back into uh uploading two times a week because we all know I was so good at that towards the ending of the first season, right? But, uh, yeah. Next segment is going to be the shortest one. Like, not even to be argued. It's it's just going to be my physical reflection. So, the physical reflection, that part of myself... And I'm going to say... Like, I already said that this is going to be the shortest one because this is, I mean, these are just no-brainer things. These are things that I can think of at the top of my at the top of my head, not only to think of what I want to talk about as well as how I could inf- 
fix and improve um, all of these in in how I live. Um, I guess it's more of trying to be better at coming to terms with my own flaws and not just seeing them as as, as flaws, but more of, uh, you know, things that I need to improve on and, and try and, and work to either better improve or to uh, try and manage or, or control them. You know, uh, I've, I've, I have my own insecurities. I have my own, you know, the own things that I hate about myself. I, I feel like everybody does, you know. For, for me, the most common and, and basic things are, you know, like my laziness and it's, it's easy as, as, as sad as it is to, to admit. It's, it's not hard for me to, to give up when things get tough, not in terms of, of physical life, but, um, just, just in general, if I find that I've already, you know, pushed my, pushed my limits and nothing's working or if I'm too stubborn to try something else, I'll, or like to, to try another way to try and open my eyes and, and see it from a different perspective, I will completely shut down and, and shut out people too. I mean, I become so focused on, on my way, thinking that it's gotta be the right way when God himself could be telling me that I'm going in the exact opposite direction. But because I'm so fucking stubborn, I just want to keep pushing through and pushing through and pushing through. And I might, I might hurt people in the process. You know, that might, that might hurt some people, but it's, it's something I, I can, uh, definitely, you know, work on and improve on. Um, another thing would just be just lack of motivation. For God's sake, I've, I've been out of school since like March and I don't know. I wanted to get out because, well, I mean, no, there's no easy, there's no like way to, to sugarcoat it. I, I gave up. I tried doing online. I tried adapting and, and trying to see my way. And when it got too difficult for me, I, I quit. I, I gave up way too, I, I gave up too easily. I feel like if I had actually taken the time and probably gave a shit about, um, you know, these online classes, the, the, the Zoom meetings and trying to finish the semester, I'm pretty sure I would have passed and, and moved on to being a sophomore now, but because I refuse to, it's not something I, I can say easily because I try to think that I don't want to be so so weak-minded and weak-willed to, to give up that quickly. Which is is so funny, but um, I'll I'll go more into that uh, later in this episode and in a different segment. It's it's definitely meant for that. But um, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it uh, for a reflection of like the physical aspect. It's just the uh, the things about me that I can you know work on internally as well as externally to to try and improve myself for myself and, and for others as well, you know, so to hopefully try and not make my life as um, bumpy as I specifically can when I become too stubborn. See, like, this is really just like a really short, ep- like, that was a really short segment. Uh, I promise you, promise you, the, these next two, they're, they're something. So uh, I would strap in, kiddos. It's, it's a doozy. So now we've reached the emotional aspect of my reflection and to say that I can compare myself and my feelings to a blank slate would be pretty, pretty damn accurate. Um, I've, I've pretty much been apathetic to 
towards a lot of things going on in the world, outside, as well as what's been happening inside uh, my, my home, my family. Um, like I, I said last time, or in the last episode, you know, um, found out that uh, my mom's mom died, and I wasn't really close with her, so there were no, you know, there were no tears personally for me. Um, and I mostly just tried to just kind of push whatever, like, negativity, whatever apathy that I was feeling, just kind of push it away and, and focus kind of on, on mom, on, on trying to support her and at least for a brief few moments while it, while it mattered to me to, to, to see her like that. And then as soon as I didn't see her like that anymore, as soon as she decided to, to put up, not the facade, but I mean to, I guess to put up the mask and, and let herself and, and let me know that she's okay. As soon as I saw that concern and emotion kind of left for me, um, we had gotten into an argument um, last night over, or yesterday before going into work over some stupid, stupid shit. And uh, basically, it was it was it was me not being courteous. And, and really thinking about my mom in a particular situation where um, I definitely should have. I wasn't thinking about her at all. I was simply thinking about uh, myself and my roommate. It's, it's very selfish and disgusting of me, but it's, it's, it's what happened. And that's why, uh, that's why we fought. Or, of course, it wasn't fists, it was just verbal. But um, she, I, I, I told the truth terrible, terrible tone. Like I was annoyed. You know, I was like, no, no sympathy towards her or uh, what she's, what she must be going through right now. No kind of attempt to uh, emphasize and sympathize with her. Or mostly sympathize and be the support that I said I wanted to be. It was more as if, uh, like, her pain was, was such an inconvenience to me. That's what annoyed me. And she she brought up. I, I was basically just like, "Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't. I, I didn't think about you. Like, it, it's it, it's terrible, but it was, it was the truth. And I, I was. I mean, there, there was nothing else to say. I, I I didn't think about her. And." She decided to, to throw the car. She decided to, to, to pull her her mom into this. And she was like, oh, well, let me go visit my mom. Oh, wait, she's dead. And, and this is what concerns me. I felt nothing. There was no sense of trying to, like, there, like, there was no sense of, of feeling sorry for her. There was no sense of regretting what I had said or what I had done. At this point, I was just angry. I was angry at the fact that she was still talking and that she brought she brought her mom into this. I was I was annoyed. I was so inconvenienced. That's the only thing that mattered. In in, in that moment, I could care less that her mom, my grandmother on my mom's side is dead. Her body is rotting. Her soul is, is fine, but her body is rotting, decaying. Mom has to, has to sit with that. She has to go through that process of grief. And I, I don't care, and I didn't care. I had zero 
anything, really. So that's that was something that concerned me. And uh, it, of course, it had to happen before I go into work yesterday. So then I was just angry when I left. When I get angry or, or depressed, I, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to blow up. I just want to be left alone. It's kind of hard to do that when you work surrounded by people that you constantly have to help, surrounded by coworkers that either need your help with something or are just trying to talk with you. I was in a bad mood, but because of work was able to distract me and keep my mind off of it until I got home. I was pretty much fine. Like I, I had to come back home uh, for my lunch and we just argued again. As soon as I walked in, I, I wanted to stay silent just because I had nothing to say to her. Not even sorry. Not even apologizing for not being courteous to what she had asked. For not caring that her mom is dead and that I feel nothing for her. Just silence. I just wanted to walk. Um, just walk into my room. I think I, I left something in my my my. Yeah, I think I left something in there that I needed for, for lunch. Probably my wallet or something. And Yeah, I left my wallet and just wanted to get out without saying a word. And as soon as I opened the door, we clash. I do what I can to, to get out as quickly as possible, just trying to stay silent. But, I mean, we, we fought there. There, there, was, there was no way to... Um, get around that or try and avoid that. It was just pretty much inevitable. It was just a matter of who would um, close their mouth for the last time for that, for that night. So then I get back to work after lunch and that just puts me in... I mean, I've been in, in bad moods before, you know, angry and, and depressed. I mean, it happens to everybody, but at work, I, I put my my headphones in and I just just worked. Nothing else mattered to me but how I felt, how angry I was that Mom and I got into a fight, how sad I was that I didn't apologize to her, that I didn't I didn't feel sorry for her. I felt no sympathy. I only felt like her her pain, her her suffering was was just uh, an annoyance to me. And whew, that that took me for a ride last night. I didn't I didn't want to go driving anywhere because I was afraid of of how I would end up with that mindset. I didn't want to drive somewhere, be on the highway, and then just, because of that mindset, go a little too fast or make the wrong turn and wind up face to face with God. So, um, I just, I, I came here, right after work, I came home. I let mom know I was, I was, I was home. I put my stuff in my room, I grabbed my headphones, and I just walked. I walked from here, uh, down Larkspur, down, uh, and honestly I'm not even going to tell you the street name just because I'm, I'm that bad with names, but in total I walked for, like from the time I left my house to the time I got back, almost a solid three hours. And I got pretty far. I mean, if you know 
where I live or at least where Devonshire condominiums or Austin Point is, you know how far it is to uh, to embassy. I mean, for a drive, it's like 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 what like a like a five minute, ten minute thing. For a walk, I don't know how many miles, but uh, I did that in, in an hour. And I wasn't angry anymore. I had no no hatred or frustration in my heart towards her or anything. If anything, I, I kind of kept it in towards myself. And of course, that frustration, anger, just turned to misery and sorrow. I felt so sorry for myself. And I just kept walking. I, I like to tell myself that walking is, is a way, it's therapeutic for me. It's a way to allow me to process how I'm feeling. And so when I come home, I'll be in a better mindset. And it is constant bullshit that I keep feeding myself. Because the only thing that I do when I, 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 the only thing that I'm doing is isolating myself. And I am fully allowing my darkness, my negativity to completely corrupt and consume me. So my emotions, the only thing that I feel is depressed. The only anger that I have is towards myself. If anything, I become numb to everything else and I just keep walking. When I walk in those kinds of, um, those, those, those feelings that I have, those, those states, it's really hard for me to kind of stop because at that point, it's just one foot in front of the other. Where I end up is where I end up. The passage of time means nothing to me. The distance I've traveled means nothing to me. And I would just listen to uh, to NF songs. Um, there would be certain ones for an hour loop. I would listen to them, and then I'd repeat them. Um, when I came home, it was around three o'clock. Mom was asleep. Christian was, uh, I think he was asleep too. I still felt as terrible as when I left. Probably more so, and I'll get into, well, not probably, definitely more so, and I'll get into, uh, I'll get into that with the, the next segment when I talk about um, the mental reflection. But, yeah, I, I got home. I was so tempted to, so tempted to, to, to grab a drink from inside because uh, my mom, uh, yeah, she has like, her, she has like her wine. I was so tempted to just kind of open that up and just, just pour me a few cups and the more I kept thinking, I was like, no, I'm already in a bad mood, like emotion wise. I feel nothing and I don't, I, I already feel like shit. I don't want to add a substance abuse or a substance problem to that. And I don't want to drink or do anything that would take my pain away only to cause more suffering in the end. I, I already feel like I've, I'm in enough anguish and misery. Like I don't, I don't need that. So I'm glad that. I was at least able to calmly process that. But uh, no, I, I, I ate and I slept on the couch. Today I woke up, went to my room. Mom and I clashed yet again. Went to work. Entire shift, entire shift. My emotions have been blank. I've said before that, you know, when I've gotten pissed or so, when I was so frustrated at myself for, for getting into the situation that I did with the college girl, I, um, and I went to work and I scared some of my coworkers because of how angry I looked. Never that I was going to harm them or anything. It was, it was just, 
They could see the frustration in my eyes and on my face, in my body language. They could feel it radiating and seeping from me. Uh, same thing kind of happened today. I had plenty of coworkers and plenty of friends, God, even some fucking managers try and, and cheer me up. And at that point, it was just like a, a game of keep away. You know, let's see how many I can, I can push away and tell them in a polite way without ever opening my mouth to fuck off. I felt no concern for how they might have, they might be feeling. I didn't care that one of them was actually going through something and they wanted to, they wanted to talk to me about it. As soon as he opened his mouth, I said, keep it to yourself. I don't care. I just kept moving. And, and that's why I isolate myself when I get like this, because I don't want to do that to other people. I don't want to concern them. I don't want them to worry. I don't want to blow up. I don't want to say something that's, that's hurtful when I don't mean it. So I choose to stay to myself, try and speak in the most monotone voice as I can. Just do my job. That's about as, as much as I can, uh, that was pretty much it today. That's about as much as I can go into for the emotional reflection. I, I, I hate how apathetic I've been. And I'm gonna talk more about that, but in, in the next two segments, because the next segment I'm gonna go over my mentality. And I, I'll try not to make it as long as this one, because like I said, I still wanna get, talk to, I, I wanna talk about my spiritual reflection as well. And then of course I have an ending to do, but I, I don't know what else to say. Mentally is probably where I feel like I've hit a new all-time low because for the first time since freshman year, suicide wasn't a joke to me. It wasn't something that I could make a, a, a dark joke out of and just kind of laugh my way through. It was serious. It was almost intoxicating. And it was prevalent on my mind. Going back to um, the walk that I took last night, um, I'm, I'm used to, you know, emotionally wise, I'm used to like not feeling anything or, or like not like trying to repress certain things, you know, and I, I've definitely felt numb before or felt apathetic towards a lot more like uh, towards a lot of things. And it's, it's one of the things that kind of uh, concerns me because if you've known me for any amount of time, you know that I have a dark sense of humor. It's, I just do. It's not exactly the most Christian thing about me. I can think of a lot more, to be honest. But it's unique trait I have, I guess. I like to see it as a way that, you know, a fucked up person like me can try and bring some humor and some joy to other people through a fucked up method. And as, as messed up as it sounds, it's, it's worked. I mean, the friends that I have, majority of them can, can tolerate and even enjoy the dark humor. They share it themselves. So, I mean, when we talk about, you know, terrible, horrible things, but in, in a joking manner, we, we understand that we don't mean it. You know, and we like for me, I almost have no limits. To be honest, I can joke about anything because it's 
I'm, I just feel like I'm that messed up. But uh, it's ultimately just a way for me to try and bring some joy into other people. But that's um, that's been the the like the furthest thing from my mind since uh, since yesterday with uh, the confrontation. Because, like, I've like suicide has has. Um, Okay, I should say those kinds of thoughts, they've drifted in my mind from time to time and I'm, I've always found a way to resist them. Whether it be just for me being too tired or too focused on something else or praying to God or talking to friends about it and you know, it would go away because I, I, I don't want to commit suicide. But since last night, and it, it's still, it's been this prevalent on my mind since last night, since the walk. As I was walking back home, it was, it was this, this terrible, one of the darkest mindsets and, and truths that I've ever had the displeasure of finding out about myself and, and making. I don't have the courage or enough determination or commitment to go through with suicide. I don't have the balls to do it. And I would hate to be an inconvenience to everybody around me. Those are the only two things that seem to be stopping me from suicide. That's it. I, I had the attempt back in freshman year. Clearly it didn't work because you're, you're listening to me talk. But it, it was it was over something stupid, and it was it was a reaction. I just wanted whatever was going on freshman year. I wanted all of it to end. That was it. You know, when someone has suicidal thoughts, they don't really want to die. They want relief from whatever stress, pain, worry, anxiety, whatever it is that they seem to be consumed by. They want that to stop. Whether they want it to be peacefully and just continue to go back to the way that they used to be or to try and transform it and make something better and new out of themselves. They don't want to die. They want the pain and they, they want to be free from the shackles that they feel like they can't get out of. I've talked to to people about suicide before. I've had friends that have had suicidal thoughts. I've had some that have had multiple attempts. I always did what I could to let them know that it wasn't the right way. It wasn't the answer. Since last night, I guess I can't find any for myself. I hate inconveniencing others. I do. So I felt terrible when I realized that my mindset today at work from my lack of emotion and depression, I hated that it made people uncomfortable. And it pissed me off sometimes because Trust me, if you're inconvenienced by the way that I feel, I promise you I'm not having the best of times, okay? Um, when I was talking with mom yesterday before I went to work, or I guess today if you want to, yeah, today's shift. I still woke up in the, the shitty mindset, terrible depression, just waiting for work to start. Hopefully to use it as an escape. And like I said, we clashed because I, I chose to remain silent. I, I answered, you know, I was just like, look, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't even apologize. I was just, just 
I just told her, just, just leave me alone. And she got upset because she didn't like the way that I was treating her. And I didn't have enough energy in me to try and fight back. But in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, I'm sorry that the way I feel is, is so inconveniencing for you. It's so funny because that's the way I felt about mom and, and, uh, and Nana passing away. That's exactly the way I felt. Apathetic. I felt nothing. Especially when she brought it up in, in the fight yesterday. One thing that I hate about myself that I will never be able to change. I can only do what I can to, to manage it and control it and try and use it for the best of purposes and to try and be positive is that I'm an emotional person internally and externally. If I have something that is either on my mind or on my heart, a lot of the times, whether it's it's, it's anger or, or depression or joy, I try and hold on to that for as long as I can. And like I said, I, I use it for both positive feelings as well as negative. The same thing goes for positive mindsets and negative mindsets as well. So those that have known me and you know they, they call me friend, best friend, brother, whatever, they know that whatever and however I'm feeling inside in terms of emotions and mentally, it seeps out. It's infectious. Whether people want to catch it or not, they do. And I, I hate that I can't be depressed by myself truly. I, I can never be alone the way that I constantly feel like I am or the way that I constantly feel like I'm lonely. Because the only way that I can do that is if I isolate myself. But by doing that, I, I further myself into my depression. I further myself into my suicidal thoughts. And of course, nothing ever works from, you know, like no good comes out of it. But for me, it's a way to kind of prevent myself from leeching onto other or like from not from leeching onto them but from from leaking and allowing other people to to catch whatever it is that i'm feeling because today at work um my friend gibby you know he, oh, i haven't seen him in, in 10 days uh, he had uh he had some some cool vacation off uh so when he came back you know Yesterday, we, we were pretty much fine. It, it, my, my, my mindset hadn't gotten to, to where it has been today. All of today. All of today. Starting from last night. And, um... He's, he's pretty much like a happy kid. We always make some stupid jokes and we have a good time. I have a good time with a lot of... My coworkers, a lot of my coworkers would say that, you know, the, they like how positive I am and they like the energy that I bring. And today I brought nothing. I brought some people down just because I wanted to be left alone, just because I didn't want to talk, just because I didn't want to say anything that might hurt them, just because I didn't want to interact or socialize with anybody unless it was for my job, for customers. Their faces turned from concern to, to pity. They felt sorry for me. They hoped my day got better. Which is nice and all, but I didn't want it. I didn't want their worry. I didn't want their concern. I definitely didn't want their fucking pity. I just wanted to be left alone to not even process, to be honest. Because I've clearly... Um, you know, broken that 
kind of mindset that walking away from my problems and trying to escape it solves nothing. Today, like on my breaks and on my lunch, on my break, I fell asleep. I, I came in my car and I put on my sad songs and I fell asleep for 40 minutes straight while still on the clock. Just took an easy 40 minute depression nap. No biggie. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. On lunch, same thing. I ate for about 20, 30 minutes and spent the the next 30 or 40 asleep. Another depression nap. Loved it. Sure did. God, it got so bad that and this one coworker named Joseph. He's always been a great dude to me. Whenever I had the problems with the cashier or when I was stuck on um, the girl from college, you know, he would he would just be there for me just to try and cheer me up and brighten my day and I made like I pushed him away. And you could see the, the clear amount of concern for me in his eyes. For, from him, from one of my managers who just, just wanted to hug me and I didn't want anything from anybody. Concern, worry, pity, hugs, love, support. I want nothing. Just want to be left alone to do my job. And here in my car and inside at work, the mindset that I had was I wanted to be left alone to rot. My own misery, my own suffering. I don't mean to bring it on other people. And it got so bad that one of the general managers, Brian, he actually pulled me into his office and said, what's, what's going on, man? You, you're always so bright, so positive. You don't seem like yourself. What's what's the matter? To add that, add him to the people that I pushed away. Jesus Christ, I might be, I should have been taking count. I was using it like a fucking game. I should put a a chalk mark for every person. I'd at least be, I'd at least hit almost twenty. Because I even pushed away some old friends that I hadn't seen in a few years. They came into the store. And, you know, they saw how I felt. They reached out to me. And I basically just spat in their fucking face. So I pushed them away too. My manager even offered, he was like, you know, you know about basically, it was basically like, like a Walmart service that they have for customers who are going through shit like this. Basically, because they have the intent of committing suicide or doing something that would harm themselves or others. And I just kept thinking in the back of my head, I don't have the balls to go through with it. And I would hate, I would hate to inconvenience so many people. The way I felt wasn't bad enough for them. I couldn't just be left alone to rot to feel sorry for myself. No, 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 no. I had to I had to spread it everywhere I went like a fucking virus and have so many people catch on to the way that I felt and become so inconvenient for them. My manager, my coworkers, my friends. The only one that I couldn't push away was myself. No, I no, I have to stay here and deal with it. I have to stay here and try and find a way to process it or try and find a way to go through it because eventually it will drag me down if it hasn't already. I thought before I had hit rock bottom. It has been so many years since freshman year, since when I felt like suicide was right. Like it was something that I could actually go through with for once. I could care less about what happened to me. I'd be dead. My body would be rotting and decaying. 
my soul would probably be damned to hell for the rest of eternity to burn. And the mindset that I've, I've had, I don't give a shit. No, no. The only thing that I would care about is how everybody else would feel. That sorrow, that pain that my passing would bring them. So even if I wanted to, even if I wanted to, I couldn't die alone. Because I have too many people that would miss me. I have too many people that care for me, both at work and outside of. And I would hate to fail them or let them down because I've already given up. And I failed myself, which would be for the last time. For the permanent last time. There'd be no more holding on to a hope of it getting better. Or for pushing through to see how God makes it all work. It would be me giving up for the final time. Putting my own pain that might not even exist, to be honest. I might have just psyched myself into all of this. But all of it, I wouldn't have to worry about it. No, it'd be everybody else that'd be stuck to deal with it. And it pisses me off that I let myself get this way. I'll go into the the spiritual segment now. While I have this pent up aggression and this tone, I wanna talk about my spiritual reflection because I, I don't even know if I can call it a spiritual reflection because I feel like there's no connection anymore. God has done all that he can and he's continuing to do everything to try and get me to open my eyes and come back to him and I continue to push him away. I don't know how, I don't know how I can push such an omnipotent, omniscient being away, but some fucking how I have. I feel like I have no connection with him anymore. Like I, I, I failed him and no, fuck that. I failed myself to the point where I feel like I don't, I don't deserve to, to have a connection with him. Like I'm not good enough. I um, tried. I started talking to uh, an old friend of mine from church, and she was telling me, like, you know, she was putting on her, you know, her social media that she's going to be leaving soon uh, to to go to like another city. So this was actually a few days before everything pretty much went to shit for my well-being in terms of mentally and emotionally. Um, so I was like, Hey, cool. Maybe we could, uh, like we, we just kind of started talking. She was telling me where she feels, uh, God called her to and, and what she feels God called her to, uh, to do. And I was like, that's, that's amazing. You know, like that's like, what she wanted to do was, was incredible. She wanted to, to help, um, uh, teenagers. So she wanted to become a, so she wants to become an English teacher because she feels, uh, she feels God called her to, to reach out to them. That's, that's amazing. Like no, no sarcasm. That's, that's beautiful. I'm glad she was able to find that calling for herself. So, um, I, I just, 
asked her, I was like, well, uh, if you don't think it's too weird or anything, uh, maybe we could just like meet up and have lunch or something. She, she took it as like a date thing and I had no intention. It was just more of just like, well, just cause you're going to be leaving soon. And I just feel like I kind of want to just like, I guess say my buys and in, in person, I guess, which is weird. Cause like I, I, I haven't seen her in at least over a year, but, uh, I don't know. Just figured out, you know, worth a shot, right? So, but, um, that didn't work out. She was tell, uh, she just didn't feel comfortable. And I was like, Hey, no, you're fine. Like, there's no need to apologize for anything. You know, I can understand it. It might've like, it's going to be weird. Like me even offering to that. Cause it's, it's been like over a fucking year since we've, 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 uh, talked in person. And now I'm just like, Hey, we should meet up. Like, Let's go have lunch. Like, yeah, that's that. That's bad on my part. I can see how uh, that might come off as wanting to like try and ask her out or things like that. And that was not really my intention. It was just to try and have like a friendly, like normal one-on-one conversation. But um, she was like, "Well, uh, I'm gonna be at um, I'm gonna be at the, the the church that I haven't gone to in probably over a year or two." Um, or like for me personally, I haven't been to the church in over a year or two. She was like, uh, she was like, I'm gonna, I'll be there for uh, you know service if you want to say uh, your highs and buys. And I was like, this was, um, I guess, like this part of the conversation was, uh, I think it's just happening yesterday. So don't really need to recap on how I'm feeling. So I was. Uh, I was just like, yeah, okay, you know, like, I'll I'll do what I can, and I'll try and meet you there. And, uh, we we got into a conversation, like, kind of, uh, she was asking me, like, why I stopped going to church, and I I, I couldn't lie about it, you know, I, I just stopped, I just stopped caring. See, again, for me, that's where I feel like my apathy has become such a ruining trait of mine. I've never really been an apathetic person. But uh, I've allowed myself to to change and, and become this way. And of course, that's something I can work on, but I, I just stopped caring. I stopped caring about trying to have a relationship with God. I stopped caring about what he wanted me to do, whether because I was too afraid to leave everything and leave everything behind and run towards him like I'm supposed to. I got scared. And now I just kind of use it as an excuse to get out of trying to reestablish a connection trying to reach out to him this whole time that i've been feeling this way not once have i called on god's name to 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 help me through this to to send me someone to to talk to he sent me plenty of people without me asking plenty of friends that i beautifully like such a wonderful thing for me to do to, to shut them down and shut them out and push them away so he's, 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 he's doing what he can. I'm just, at this point, I'm just choosing to stay stuck. Choosing to continuously give up. Just kind of watch everything burn around me and feel sorry for myself when I feel the heat. So uh, she she was telling me about she wasn't judging me, um, you know. She was like she was like, well, you know, for uh, for Christians, fellowship is definitely an important part, and I couldn't agree with her more. Church has always been a place where I could go to to not only be rejuvenated by God and 
friends that I had there and his people. But it felt good to, I guess, kind of be a part of something, you know? The thing with, with church is the whole idea of it is not the building, it's, it's the people. When you look to your left and you look to your right, the fact that you don't see, you know, you don't see someone's differences, whether that be skin color, gender, whatever, sexuality, like sexual preference, you don't see that. You see someone who is coming to God. That's it. You know you've got your flaws. You've got your own mistakes. You know they have theirs. But you're standing next to them or you're praying with them or whatever it is. And, and this is happening all around you in the building. I mean, the, the building's a building, you know? It's, it's a material thing. Buildings can be torn down and reconstructed time and time again for numerous reasons. It was the as it was the fellowship aspect of the community. To know that, you know, when for me, when I would open my eyes and I would look around as the pastor would pray over everyone, I felt fine. I felt I didn't feel like I was being judged. I didn't feel like I had to hide or trying to isolate myself from from everybody else to, to try and escape or prevent somebody feeling the exact same way that I felt. I felt like I could be 100% vulnerable with everything. Countless times when tears were shed, whether I felt God move through me or I just needed to let everything out. People never shied away from me. They never looked at me like some weird freak who is, you know, uh, you know, like, wow, a man, a boy, like a male that can show his emotions and express them. And they just, they would just gather next to me and, and we would all be huddled together. Just pray over each other. Somewhere down the road, I just lost interest. I stopped caring. So, but she was telling me that, you know, she was like, fellowship is a big, big thing. Um, she at least tried making, you know, ending it on a, a, a I guess a, a high note. She was like, but I don't know your personal relationship with God. So, you know, I'll refrain from judgment. And I was like, no, please judge away. You could probably use a, a swift kick in the ass hundreds of times right now but um I, I told her about how I just um just lost interest and stopped caring and she just said she was just gonna pray for me and we just kind of left it at that and so so last night I um I told her I was like look I'm it's it sounds so stupid but this is this is what happened this is based on the the way that i was feeling the way that i was thinking just becoming so numb to pretty much everything i was i just told her i was like look i'm not gonna meet you in church tomorrow um but i wish you the best of luck you know moving to wherever you are and pursuing the, the career that you feel called to. Um, and while I appreciate your concern and your worry, you know, keep your prayers and put them for somebody else who might actually need them. The amount of stupidity all put in, in, in one phrase in one sentence is, is astounding to me. Keep your prayers for someone else. Am I, am I too good for prayers? Do I, do, do I feel like my misery and my own self-inflicted torment is too great 
that I is so great that I need to try and tell someone not to pray for me. That's fucking stupid. And I regretted it as soon as I sent it. But clearly with my mindset being the, the way it was and still kind of is now, uh, didn't bother me much. She, uh, she responded later, later today. Just, uh, again, with, with just concern and worry. She just said, I understand you're, you're probably going through a tough time. Just just don't give up on God yet. And she emphasized with please. So. At this point, I'm, I'm just like, well, why not? I seem to be so good at quitting on everything else. Myself, my emotions, my mentality, all a perfect reflection of my apathetic behavior and viewpoint towards plenty of things. I guess somewhere I just figured that's just throw in giving up on God into the mix. See if it changes anything. See if it opens your eyes or makes you wonder. This episode's long enough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna close it out. So I'm gonna I'm gonna end it here. It's already long enough, and I don't have anything else to say. I got out everything that I needed to. I'll probably feel better in the morning. Um, something's up. I'm depressed. Wow, shocker. Woe is me. Yada yada. But um, but it did scare me that um, suicide was so prevalent on my mind. It got me kind of worried for myself. Especially seeing how... Um, how people reacted just, just to me being in that mindset, in that mood all day. How they were able to just feed off of the energy that I gave and... Ultimately took it for themselves. Like I said, I don't have the balls to do it, but I would hate to inconvenience everybody else as well. I shouldn't say but, I should say and, because those are really two of the, like, the main reasons right now that um, prevent me from going through with it. I would hate to bring such, such grief and turmoil to, to everybody that I know. All because I decided to give up again. And just stop trying. This wasn't a happy episode, but it was sincere. I have I have held this in all day. And I think I I got it all out now. There's there's nothing else for me to say, nothing else for me to reveal. Become frustrated about. I'm just gonna go inside and well, obviously I'm going to upload this, but I'm going to, I'm going to go inside and eat. I say hopefully sleep it off as if God doesn't take me in my sleep. That's a, that's a thing I've noticed with, with, with uh, my suicidal thoughts. Especially because of how prevalent they've, they've been the past few days. Um, it's kind of funny. I, uh... Like, right, because... I'll, I'll be thinking right now, oh God, I want so badly to die. Really meaning I, I just want my pain to end. And if God continues to, to breathe life into my lungs for the next like 20, 35 years, I'll, I'll hopefully be able to, to just kind of sit back and 
have a drink with my wife and we talk to my kids when they're going through stuff like this. And just, <laughs> just kind of laugh about it because it's all really, it's all going to be really stupid and meaningless, right? This has been a very dark and unsettling episode to come back to, and um, I look forward to making a, a Friday episode when I'll be cleansed of all this shit that I, I feel inside. Till then, I wish y'all a, a blessed night and Just, just keep going. It sounds so hypocritical of me because I've been plagued by suicidal thoughts for the past two days, but just keep going. Life can be cruel, and especially you yourself, you can be your worst enemy. Bringing so much focus on your own hatred and negativity that it, it surrounds you and consumes you. let it go and continue moving. Alright guys, good night.